This call is being recorded. Hey, safe man. Yo, yo, my man Dan, what's up, brother? How you feeling? Let me get in a little more quiet space. <laughs> Got the kids and their devices. What's up, family? How you? I'm I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Um you know, I, I uh it's been a minute. I've been wanting to catch up with you. Um especially um, you know, now that it's almost summertime, even though you know, the radio show's not going on and anything or anything right now, you know. It's almost been a year since like the last time you came on. And um I'm sure we're gonna have you back once once everything's up and running and everything again. But um yeah, so oh, yeah, I've been doing sure. the pod podcast for like, you know, just during the quarantine, I figure now's a good time. Um mm-hmm. Yeah. Um but I, I wanted to catch up with you and, and so I played back the um the last episode of the We Get Hype show when when you came on, and I realized that we totally got way off track and started talking politics like crazy. <laughs> like yeah, crazy. Man. and I'm not really not I'm not really nice at politics too. You know what I'm saying? Uh, that's not really my, my strong suit, but I tried to hang in there, you know what I mean? But it's all good. It's all good. I just like free-flowing conversation anyway, so it's all good. Yeah, no, I feel you on that, um, and especially with the I, – I mean, that's definitely what this – my whole podcast is kind of about, um, just like letting it, you know, come naturally. And, yeah, man, um, so it's good to catch up with you. And, and so now I want to actually talk with you a little bit more about music because, you know, last time we didn't really get to do that. This time, you know, you have a new single that that just dropped. Uh, um, you know, it's 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 fire, by the way. Standing Tall is, is a Thank great you, track. Bro. Thank you. Oh, no problem, man. Thank you so much. You don't need to hear that from me, though, either. You're like, you're the kind of artist who I think, you know, you don't even need to have that sort of, like, criticism, you know, in order to, like, drive you. And I, I think that's that's everything. You know what I mean? I think that's everything in this in this game right now. You that's know, you what's have up, to man. I really appreciate yourself. that, man. No, I really, really appreciate that, man. I really, really appreciate that. I appreciate the love that you always send to the genuine love um like you know that that feedback i know you you said that but that feedback is always is always welcomed and it's always appreciated because you know this is why we do it you know what i'm saying i'm not like no big mainstream artist or anything like that so anytime anybody or whoever it is tells me that they like something that i put out there as my creation as my art i really appreciate it man i'm glad i i mean you know with 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 your work, it's, it's really interesting and, and, and it's, um, it's definitely evolved a lot. You know, um, you know, I heard like some of the, um, earlier stuff that you've put out there as well. And like, um, Mm. you know, and, and, and your label in general, your, your whole brand in general is, is, is sort of, um, you know, you're, you're carrying it with you, I feel like. And, um, I, I really dig that as well. Like, you know, you, 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 you're bringing on other people, you're bringing on, you know, the whole group as an entertainment, um, you know, organization. And, and I really dig that as well. 
Um, so I kind of wanted to talk to you a little bit more about BK Entertainment and just sort of how that all got started. Oh yeah, for sure, man. Um, BK Entertainment, that's my um, company. I'm, I'm one of the owners. Uh, we actually made it a legit company, a LLC in 2013, I believe, but it, it officially started um, in 2011 in my basement with my man, um, with my man uh, Roni and my brother Weech, who you see me with a lot, who you met, you know what I'm saying? Um, we were just, we were just in the basement and we was coming off the cuss. Well, no, not the cuss, but we were coming off the, uh, the ending of another run that we was in, um, which was with BK Records. And that was my former manager. Shout out to him. I love him to death. Uh, it's, it's one of one of listen man this, this guy his name is Charles Barsamian he was my original manager and he managed a group that um, I had called Frick Frack um, and it's the four of us it was me Mac 11 uh, uh, Stats and my man K Remedy who I'm still down with um, on Freedom Over Fear Records and you know the four of us we was just a group under that and Chaz was was uh, managing us and he he LLC BK Records, and for whatever reasons, we weren't able to get it um, all the way together. And so, me, my brother, and uh, uh, another friend, uh, my brother's best friend, Roni, we was just like, yo, you know what? Let's start this thing called BK Entertainment. And then we got some guys, um, which is the original group members of Frick Frack, um, and you know, other people like a photographer, a lawyer. And, and we just formulated BK Entertainment, and we was moving a, along with that, you know what I mean? And we still are. Uh, you know, we we we've thus since then uh, evolved into a management company ourselves because we, you know, we manage a lot of independent artists because we're still in that same realm of independent artists, and and we know how hard it is from going through what we went through. <laughs> we know how hard it is. To, to like get in the right path. Not saying we have all the answers, but like we we've we've accumulated a lot of relationships um through the years and we we were able to say, you know what, let's bring some of these artists who we think are super dope, but they just don't know what to do at all, like in terms of taking their career to the next level. So now, you know, we got BK Entertainment, which is a management company. Yes, but we also do live events and we also um, specialize in um, um, media content. We're trying to, you know, if you if you see me do the sports, I've, I've done some sports stuff like BK Network and NY Knicks work. Um, where you know I'm I'm doing some sports vlogs, but that that's another division that we're we're trying to start. You know, because it's, it's a whole entertainment company, so it's not limited to uh, music. You know what I'm saying? Definitely. I'm sorry. I think I got cut off for a second. Um, oh, but, you did? Uh, My bad. No, no. I think I think uh, I don't I I don't think the uh, recording stopped. So I think it was just on my end. Um, okay. Okay. So I'll, 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 I'll fix that in post. <laughs> <laughs> no doubt. No doubt. Um, yeah. So the reason why I wanted to bring up the management side of everything and, and the reason why I, I kind of wanted to talk about that is because today I kind of woke up to some bummy news. Um, I know, man. I know. Andre Harrell, you talking about that? Yeah. 
Yeah, man, that's that shook me up, man. Shook me up. So I'm I'm actually from Westchester County. Um, mm. I support the nine one four always. Um, that's right. And the that's boys right. came from oh, there. Oh wow, that's um, right. Yeah, area. that is true. Uh, he brought up Mary J. Blige from the Yonkers area. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Man, I mean, pretty much anybody who came out of Westchester in that era was mm-hmm. through him. So it was, like, right. it was very, like, impactful. Um, and I mean, that doesn't go, you know, obviously he's had more of an impact than just that. He, you know, Joe DeC and all these other groups. Um Man, it's just it's it was some bummer news to to wake up to for sure. Yeah, it definitely was. I didn't know he was, you know, if he was if this was like a pre-existing condition or if this was, you know, the virus or mm-hmm, what's mm-hmm. going on anymore. Um, I know. So I don't think it's any longer a question whether or not this virus is going to have an impact on the music industry it's just how long of an impact will it be at this i know point, we're losing guys some great guys man some great guys it's really crazy and so we also lost little little richard today too which is like that's what i heard yeah my wife was telling me that man i mean i know oh, he was man. you know up there in age but you know again another like legends mm-hmm. of type we when when we've lost so many already. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it's like you're not even getting a break to even cope with the a loss. You just keep getting loss after loss after loss. So you're not even getting a break so you could even process any of it really. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. So you're you know another thing. You're from, you're from Brooklyn, and I kind of want to talk about this because this is like also a direct you know and I, I mean I don't know how how much you you, you um you know know or, or or have you know hung out with or, or have played with but I'm sure you've run into Fred the Godson at some point in time while uh playing in Brooklyn mm-hmm. absolutely yeah I definitely have uh definitely had done some shows where he was like the headliner you know what I'm saying? And, you know, I've, I've, I've been in areas and, and different um, parties where he was there. Uh, his wife has, has done makeup for my man Mac 11's video shoot. So it definitely was a hard hit. You know what I'm saying? We I never met him officially. Now nah, I can't say, but it definitely was a hard hit because I was a fan even before I was, you know, so quote unquote in the industry like that. You know what I'm saying? So. It definitely was a hard hit. And I wouldn't say that he was ever, like, the type of guy who was, like, a big-timer or, like, ever shy to, like... You know, I, I was once um, in... in uh, I was actually in Quad Studios with Taj last year. And and um, as as we were heading down, like, as we were about to go, somebody taps us and is like, yo, Fred the Godson's here. And he just comes out of the room. So, so we, we did get to meet him for, like, a, like a second. But like, you know, he, was say, he was saying what up to like his people and, and you know, and going around the room. So we didn't, you know, really bother him too much. But it was just right. cool to, to be in the same vicinity as somebody like who went and sort of like became that kind of like 
big, but also at the same time, always stayed sort of like low key humble to like true to the fact that, you know, he's New York born and raised and all that. And, you know, he never changed who he was for anybody, that kind of guy, you know? Mm-hmm. For sure, man, for sure. And he was a, and by all accounts, everything that I hear, and even through, like I said, through his his, his lovely wife, um, you know, my condolences to her, even through everybody around them, they were just humble people, you know what I'm saying? Like everybody, every time you ran into anybody that was associated with them, they were just very humble, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah, it was a def- definitely a big hit, man. Definitely a big hit to the, to the culture, you know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. Um, so I kind of want to take things on a positive note and um while i definitely think i need to find and and uh include a freestyle somewhere in this (laughs) somewhere in this in this uh you know what i mean um but uh uh i definitely um wanted to also talk to you because i'll be honest i haven't had too many people on the line who can talk to me about sports really Uh Most, most of the people who are who are you know, usually yes. you find that they, they, they keep their uh, sports, uh, sports you know, uh, agendas to themselves. Like, you know, if they're a fan of a certain team, they usually are, like, real shy. And, like, you're not shy about it. I know you're a Knicks fan. Um, <laughs> Knicks and Nets, you know what I'm saying? Not shy at all. I, I rep the town. I'm from Brooklyn, so I got to do Brooklyn, and I'm from, I'm from New York, so I got to do the Knicks. I know it's kind of hard, but always say Knicks and Nets because people kind of – put me in that one Knicks box sometimes. Oh, I got you. I got you. <laughs> well, I mean, I've I've definitely heard you speak about the Knicks before. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Because uh, uh, it, it's so tough. It's so tough. It That's the hardest thing. Being a Knicks fan is, is I'm going to say it's harder than being a Nets fan. I know Nets fans are going to disagree, but I don't know. You know, at least you guys uh, have like... Lately... Yeah, yeah, lately. You could say lately, yeah, lately. Because remember, the Nets even, especially before they got to Brooklyn, which I wasn't a fan of before they got to Brooklyn, so I don't want anybody to be like, you know, as soon as they got to Brooklyn, Brooklyn hasn't had a franchise since 1957, since Dodgers left. So uh, I had to be on board for that. I'm I'm about to town them about my borough, so I had to be on board for that. But um, before that, he had some rough years. And, you know, the Knicks had Carmelo. You know, Carmelo, right. even though a lot of people, they're not going to give Carmelo the Carmelo years the props that it needs. And if you're a Knicks fan, you should. You know what I mean? Because I've been a Knicks oh, fan. Yeah. I, I can't say... Not to cut you off, but you know I get passionate no. when you talk about sports. I've been a Knicks fan <laughs> since um since about '04, since they got since Isaiah came through. Cause Isaiah, I love Isaiah growing up and um, Marbury. So when they came on on board, I was like, oh, you know what? All my Knicks beef is over because I, I'm a I'm a Jordan fan growing up. So I a Jordan and Reggie Miller fan. Could you imagine? So um I was like, you know, the beef is over. I'm a Knicks fan because I, I root for every other New York team. So I'm like, yo, this this got to end. So once it ended, I've been a Knicks fan. And honestly, bro, I, I'll tell you like this, the Carmelo years have been the best years of me being a Knicks fan. So, You know, I I think Melo's very underappreciated in, in, in the city because 
I, I think he did do a lot for the Knicks. I think he did a lot for, 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 uh, I mean, I, I remember he did a lot for charity. He did a lot for just like the city in general. He was a good guy. Mm-hmm. He, was, he was not like, I mean, yeah, he was a bit of a showboat at times, but you know, he was, mm-hmm. you know, who wasn't? That's right. <laughs> I, I mean, I don't know. I, I feel like, I feel like he might've, you know, the pressures of playing in New York also have to come into effect. Like New York needs like somebody like LeBron just to like sort of wash away this effect of we can't get anybody good and have them stay while they're good. Right. You know what right. I mean? Because everybody thinks, oh, well, Melo was good on the Jazz, but when he came to the Knicks, you know, what happened? <laughs> mm-hmm. mm-hmm. You know, and his numbers may have been good on the Jazz, but like he was still a kid. You mean the Nuggets? You mean the Nuggets? The Nuggets? Yeah, Nuggets. I mean, I mean the Nuggets. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Sorry, I, I be getting yeah, those teams Wrong. over there. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm not a West Coast uh, uh, child. Forgive me, everybody on the West Coast. Yeah. <laughs> listening. I know, right? I know, right? Um, we East Coast guys. Yeah, exactly. The second I see a West Coast team, I'm just like, oh, it's 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 one of like four different teams. It's gotta be, it's like, you know, it's it's not it's not really. Obviously, you know, you got so many teams on the West Coast, but I, I just I can't. Yeah, I mean, it's the same division. I I used to get yeah, I used to get them mixed up all the time, so I don't even trip. Uh, every team in that division, which is kind of crazy, it's like the Jazz, the Nuggets, all the high altitude areas. <laughs> you know then, you have, the then you have the Spurs. Then you have the Spurs. Mm. Mm-hmm. I can't forget about them because they beat the Knicks. I'll never forget yes. that. I don't know. Uh, I just I, I was a fan as a kid. You know, watching Ewing play, like that generation even was. Just, oh, I loved them. I mean, even though I hated those Knicks growing up. I mean, being a grown up now, I really, really, really hate the fact that I hated those Knicks because they were so good. They were so, you know, it was su- it's, it was such a different brand than what it is now. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. And they played so much more as a team. Like, I don't know. It's just, I feel like there was much more, like, maybe more attention on one player, but there was always, like, a powerful powerhouse sort of lead leadership in, like, Ewing. And other and other players like like would follow Alan Houston, John Starks. Those players also were just like incredible to watch as a, as a kid. And um, so yeah, obviously I'm a Knicks fan, um, obviously. But um, you know, I, that's not to say I don't have any respect for the Nets. You know, um, they've always been a New York team, so I'm glad that they're um, playing in Brooklyn, and I'm glad that Brooklyn has a franchise. Um, I think I think it says something also um, that uh, the Barclays seems to be the only place that uh, has paid it like is plans on paying its staff right now through this. Oh, that's dope. I I, I didn't even know that. That That's That's what that's what I was hearing. That's what I was hearing. Um, But, you know, again, you know, everything is. Everything's crazy right now. Uh Venues, venues are hurting. Yeah, bro. Yeah, they are, bro. Like, it's just a crazy, unprecedented time. And, 
you know, we just we just got to do it like some warriors, man. Like, you know, I know we're talking sports, you know what I mean? But no pun intended with them. But we just got to we just got to really just buckle down from the venues to, to the artists to, to even even the people who aren't in, in entertainment or anything like that. Like, we just got to buckle down right now, man. It's it's nothing we could do. You know what I mean? We just got to find different ways, like even the venues like today I'm going live. So I, I want to put that out there too. I know the podcast is, is recorded, but today I'm going live. And if you want to come through, but this is the type of stuff we got to do now, you know what I'm saying? To, yeah. to still connect, you know what I mean? Look at what you're doing right now. We, 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 at, we on the phone. We can't go to the radio station, but we on the phone, we chopping it up. You know what I'm saying? So like, we just got to adjust for the time being, you know what I'm saying? Because uh, there's a high, I don't know what anybody believes, but I believe in a higher power, but, and the higher power is just saying like, yo dogs, I know you guys got plans and all that, but this is my plan right now. And, and, and I just gotta, I just gotta do what I gotta do. And, and, and this time will be over, but we just gotta buckle down. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And that's a lot of, it's a lot of what it is right now too. It's just a lot of like focus and a lot of like determination. You got to really be like put in the effort, but it's like, it, you know, you see that the outcome's worth it. Um, whether it's making a song or like, you know, writing, you know, a short story or, you know, drawing something, you know, any, anything right now that's creative, that that's, it's just a good time for that. Um, yeah. But again, you know, it's it's hard. Some people feel like they don't have any outlets. You know, um, some people are kind of going a little stir crazy from being cooped up inside so long. I yeah. I think I think you know. I think eventually concerts will be back. I don't think this is a forever thing. At least I hope not. But you know. I've been hearing things like um, in Denmark, they're like trying, um, I think it was Denmark or so, one of those like uh, Eastern European countries is trying to uh, do like drive-in concerts, drive-in concerts, basically you would drive in like a movie theater, like a drive-in movie theater Mm -hmm. and you park your car. That's a dope idea. And I mean, it it, it looks... it looks like it's cool. I I can't imagine though it being like super great for like stage hands and stuff too. Like I don't know how yeah, distance yeah. they can be, but like right. you could figure you could figure that out though. Like people could figure that out. That's not like the end of the world either. I think I think it'd be a cool concept to work with. Absolutely. And another thing I think that people should really explore, which I'm sure they're exploring already, but on a grander scale, I think that live stream concerts will really work. You know why? Because you still get the, I mean, you don't get the energy of the crowd. That's the only thing. Like, you you don't really get the energy of the crowd. And, and take it from me, uh, a guy who, who loves to get on stage and loves to feed off the energy of a crowd, you need that. But if you could somehow simulate, like, because I know you saw Big Daddy Kane go live that one time. I don't know if you, I don't know if you've seen it. But there's a lot of different people. There's a lot of people, uh, different people doing concerts live. But you could still feel the energy while you on. That's why even with the sports, um, like nobody's nobody's really ready to understand or 
understand how sports is going to be with no fans. You know what I mean? Because the players usually feed off that energy. You know what I mean? Now, I'm not saying that that's not that, like, you, like, it's the same effect, like, as having fans. But you could still give people, like, like, when I'm playing at when well, back in the day, not not anymore. <laughs> I don't play ball no more. But when I used to be playing at the park, ain't nobody really was. I wasn't waiting to see what. I mean, there were people be on the sidelines saying "oohs, ahs, whatever," but nobody cared. You still your your emotion in that game when you when you're playing as a competitor, like your emotion in that game. It didn't matter who was there. You could play at a empty. It could be empty as hell. And you could play. Sometimes, actually, we prefer that. You know what I'm saying? So, like, um, I think the same thing could be done with, like, concerts. You know what I mean? Like, you could have a live stream, you know, have people pay whatever you want them to pay, whatever. They get the live stream, right? You know what I mean? I, I'm only giving this idea out because I know I don't have the money to make it happen myself, but I would like to see it happen. So, but I would keep it to myself, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but, like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? No, like, I've, I've, but, not, I've straight up, I've already seen it. Uh, uh, people people doing, like, you know, um, Venmo me X amount, and I'll give you, like, a passcode to, like, Zoom call. And then they get mm-hmm. in on a Zoom call, and then they, uh, you know, to get in as, as like a guest on a Zoom call or whatever, and they can watch the artists pretty much perform live for them. Like, you know what I mean? Like, they get a little bit more of a personal experience than even a concert would have. Exactly, exactly. Because when the person does it live, like, the, the fans are cool. Like, because I'll give you an example, right? Today I was, you know, we always on IG or, or one of these uh, platforms and we're watching shit, right? So I, I watch... Biggie do um, warning live, and it didn't matter what. It, it really didn't matter the crowd. You know what I'm saying? I just wanted him. I just thought it was dope. Him and Diddy going back and forth. You know, Diddy did the part. I didn't say them, but you know what I'm saying? Like you know what I mean? Like he was doing that part, and he was obviously hyping him up as his hype man. But I felt that 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 energy that that he was giving. Regardless, I didn't I didn't really care about the crowd. I just know that it was dope to see him on a stage and do it and kill it, you know, with the breath control and everything. I thought that that was dope. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think a lot of people appreciate shit like that. You know what I'm saying? A lot of people. You know what I mean? Especially if they're if if those performers are live performers. Like, I I have a I have a confession to make, man. Like, I'm not a fan. And I heard um, my man Ozzy. He's my. That's why I love him, man. I heard him uh, allude to this one time. I'm not a fan of people coming on stage with their vocals. You know what I'm saying? Like with their oh, vocals. Oh yeah, no. Oh, no, absolutely God. not. No, it's it's that is a really bad habit that needs to stop in stop, in man. music in general. I I've seen it mm. so many times, and it always it it's never that it 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 so much as backfires as it is it makes it seem like i just don't care to be here <laughs> right right i don't care for this you know what i'm saying i don't care to be here i don't want to hear this i could have heard your record bro you know what i'm saying or or Wait, sis I, you know what i'm saying I like hate, i could have heard I hate you know to it? say it but i've seen artists do that and like you know like cardi b type artists like you know what uh. i mean and i hate to name people hate to name drop but I'm just saying, like, mm-hmm. I've seen artists like that um, mm-hmm. 
who have gone up on stage and just play hit play in the background, do a set for like 20 minutes and then bounce. And I'm just wow. like, you know, uh, it, it makes me think that that person doesn't care what anybody else thinks of their image mm-hmm. to such a degree that they just don't, they really just don't give a shit. Mm-hmm, that they mm-hmm, genuinely mm-hmm. just don't give a shit. That's a fact, bro. That's a fact. And that, I, and, they, I, and I, I think that big. that yeah, definitely. I think that comes through in in some like other ways, though. You know what I mean? Like like people pick up on that shit. Mhm. It's a pet peeve of mine, man. I don't like to see it, and I I would like I ain't talking about like having like uh like like you know because i do this i have like uh my vocals for like you know my ad libs little words that i want accentuated when i'm on stage or something like that but like the whole record man like i'm hearing the whole record the ad libs the everything nah that's not cool with me man i want your energy and i want to hear your voice i want to hear you tired yeah i don't care i don't mind that i want to hear you try to fight through the fatigue of you moving or whatever, you know what I'm saying? I want to, I want to hear that, that raw voice that you got, not, not the control voice that the engineer, you know what I mean? Yeah, but put in the But that's just me, man. Yeah, that's, that's how me, I feel. But, uh, you know, I agree. I completely agree. Uh, um, I, I, I talked to a few rappers about this before. Um, shout out to uh, Marcel P. Black down in, um, in the south, who who uh, um, he he puts out uh, he he one of the things he he likes to do is is uh, he has t-shirts and and a bunch of different other things. I mean, he's a rapper from from the south, um, but he also likes to put out um, messages all the time. If you follow him on Facebook, um, about uh, you know don't rap over vocals and like sometimes he'll like you know encrypt it or like you know. One time he wrote it backwards, like, say it with me, don't rap over your vocals. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like that's that kind dope. of stuff. Like, like, so it's like, it's, it's just mean kind of stuff, but it's funny because it's like, I think that there's a lot of rappers out there who, who know that there's skill and talent and, and artistry that goes into it. And that sometimes the wrong people are getting picked up on this, like, because I don't want to say the wrong people, but I'm, I'm saying like, you know, there's less effort in some of the music that maybe younger people are getting away with today. There's a lot less effort. Mm-hmm. You've, I mean, I, I hate to quote somebody who like Takashi, but he's even said that he doesn't even try. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 I, Speaking of him, man. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even want to bring that. I didn't even want to bring that up. (laughs) I didn't even want to bring that up. You did, really? I don't know what's going on, man. Yo, you could bring it up. You know why? Because it's pertinent to my next single, man. Um, Featuring my bro, Bobby Stone, man. um, Bigger homie. And on on that record, I'm just talking to the youth, man. Me and him, we talking to the youth. We, We letting them know that they need guidance out there, you know what I'm saying? Because I, I believe that today's generation, man, there's no bigger homies. There's big homies, you know what I'm saying? If you know anything about gang culture, you know what the big homies do, you know what I mean? But 
there's not any bigger homies, man. Like true OGs that's like really letting them know these these things are unacceptable, man. Unacceptable. Un un unacceptable, man. And he kept bragging about how many views or how many people was in there, man. I could care less, man. And you know me, Dan. You know we've we've chopped it up before. I could care less about millions of views or millions of dollars. If I cannot have my respect, bro. I cannot do it. I cannot sign up for it. You know what I mean? Well, I mean, you know, this, this guy is out of his mind because he's like, you know, I don't know how he can live in peace ever. You know what I mean? That's what I want to know. Yeah. Like, you know, and I can't even think about, like, how anybody would be accepting of that. You know what I mean? How anybody would just be like, yeah, that's cool. You know what I mean? Like, that. there's nothing brave or, or insightful or, or, or noble about what happened. I, I think that, I, I don't know. I, I think that he, he, anybody who praises themselves on likes and views and stuff like that also is just mm-hmm. like a, a recipe for disaster because mm-hmm. you're basically at that point, you're just pandering to, to, to the lowest common denominator. You're pandering to people's right. weak, weakest emotions. You're pandering to people's like most gullible side. You're pandering to the <laughs> dumbest people that you can, and it sucks because right. because it works. I mean, you you know what I always have. I, I I talk to my wife about this all the time, right? Because like we watch certain things, and no disrespect to anybody, but it is what it is. This is how I feel, right? Like, she watches uh, Love and Hip Hop, right? And then certain characters will come up, and she's like, I can't believe how this person is winning. I'm like, they're not winning, man. <laughs> I'm like, I don't care how much money that person got. I don't care how much, you know, fans or whatever. If you got to do this to to be, quote, unquote, winning, then you're not winning. Not to me. You know what I'm saying? I mean, and that's my humble opinion. I'm nobody. I'm a nobody from Brooklyn, you know what I'm saying? From I, I, I could care less what anybody feels about my opinion, but guess what? I'm entitled to it, you know what I mean? And and I I move I move I move throughout my life with 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 like not caring about other people's opinions, just my opinion, you know what I'm saying? And the and when I say that, I don't mean my loved ones. I mean, of course, my loved ones, their opinion matter a lot to me, but. You know, and that's where it stops. It's a short list of people, opinions that matter to me. You know what I mean? And you know, in the in the in the realm that we in entertainment, I know likes and all that, views and all that. You got to get the numbers and their opinions and the comments. You know, I could really care less. You know, I love, I appreciate all great, good comments. You know what I mean? But if you said you suck, Scythe man, okay. I'm not gonna. That's not gonna stop me. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's not gonna stop me from doing what I'm doing. You know right. what I'm saying? But you know what I mean. So, uh, so when you say that it works, yeah, it works, Dan. But I don't think in the bigger picture of things and in the long run it works. You know what I'm saying? Because okay. you're not gonna have a, a run like Jay Z. You're not. You're not. You're not gonna have a run like Nas. Nas could still do whatever he wants. And he's still respected. I know young guys, they're like, oh, who is that? Well, who cares? You know what I'm saying? But at the end of the day, like, he's accumulated such respect for what he does at his craft. It's like, it's like I'll give you an example. We, we were just talking about sports, right? 
There's the Kobe Bryant's. And then there's people like Steve Francis. No disrespect to Steve Francis. Uh, there's people like him who had like a two, three-year run. He was dope for two or three years. But everybody's always going to remember Kobe Bryant, though. You know what I'm saying? Everybody. Nobody's like in 10, 20 years, maybe even now, nobody's even going to remember Steve Francis. You know what I'm saying? So that's, that's the best uh, way that I could, you know. Use yeah. that example, you know. So no, I, I agree. I agree, and I, I completely agree with with what you mean by by like Nas and Jay Z. Um, mm-hmm. I just don't think that that kind of, you know, I don't think that that kind of discography is even possible today. You know what I mean? I don't. I don't think you can I have know, it right? that has that kind of that kind of reach. That they had. Um, I mean, it, it's I crazy, know. but I, I think, I think there's a, you know, things are changing, and people are becoming a little bit um, more selective. I think. I think some of the independent streams and stuff like that. That being such a boost for like independent artists because. Mm-hmm. I mean, really, all the money used to go to like the big labels, and that's why, you know, what I mean, all the money would just get fed through them. You know what I mean? And they would always have the money mm-hmm. to like build up artists. They're now they're always complaining that they don't have money for like to to actually, you know, um, work on artists and and work on their development. But the reality is that you know, and and they tell artists to you know you have to build your own development. You have to build your own likes and, and get a certain number of followers. And it's, that's another recipe for disaster is, is, is the fact that these record labels are telling them that they won't even acknowledge certain artists without a certain number mm-hmm. of views and likes and stuff like mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. And people mm-hmm. don't know that they should go independent. They, I mean, some, some people don't feel like they should go independent and some people don't even know the inner workings of this industry because it, it, it gets so crazy. Absolutely. Absolutely. Like, uh, I think, uh, I think, indep- I mean, I always preach the independence route, you know what I'm saying? But because me personally, I came in this to do, to do what I want to do. You know what I mean? Like, I don't want nobody telling me what to do. So I always preach independence, but, at the end of the day, if, uh, I always tell guys, like, if you make dope music and you're not a social media head like that, you better go get you a label. And that's what's so crazy. Like you just said, the label won't even look at the guy. Like, you met you met one of my artists, right? His name his name is Royale. And you, I, I see you guys still connect, which is dope, right? And he's, like, one of the most phenomenal artists I've ever met my and i've had and i've lived a pretty long life you know thus far you know what i'm saying he's one of the most like when it comes to performing the he checks he checks the box when it comes to producing because he's a producer he checks the box he even engineers his own stuff like he knows how to harmonize he knows how to rap he knows how to you know what i mean like it's amazing and because, like, he's not really a, a guy. You see me, you always going to see me on social media. This That's my personality. You know what I'm saying? 
But that's not really his personality like that. You'll see him on social media sparingly, you know what I'm saying, that he'll do his things on social media, but not like he's not going to be on social media every single day or every single week. One week, you'll probably not even see him. One month, you probably won't see him on social media. You know what I'm saying? But at the end of the day, to me, he's one of the most phenomenal artists. Like, and a record label, and we're trying to figure out on our end as a management, like, what do we do with such a great artist? You know what I'm saying? Like, do we, like, do we go to the labels? You know what I'm saying? And and to me, like, that would be the, the best solution for, for somebody of his caliber. You know what I'm saying? I even said it to him, um, somebody of his caliber, like, he needs a record label because, like, he's not going to do all this. So he needs somebody or a people or a group of people, and that should come with management, right? Like, with us, but we do our best, you know, but if we was a bigger machine, trust me, you would know Royale, and he would, he would be killing the game. I promise you. He would be killing the game on some J. Cole, Kendrick type shit. You know what I'm saying? And that, to me, is the type of artist he is. You know what I mean? But, you know, Sometimes because the record labels, they don't do what they used to do back in the day. Go hunt that talent out. Like, oh my God, this is a phenomenal talent. Like they went to like like they had to go find Nas in Queensbridge. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. oh my God, this is a phenomenal talent. You know what I mean? But they don't do that no more. They don't do that no more. So one of my teachers he used to say that A and R has become analytics and research instead of artists and repertoire. <laughs> That's, it's, yep, it's, yep. Is more or less true um, these days. So uh, I I, uh, I got to wrap things up. But um, yeah, for sure, man. Yeah, I was gonna yeah. tell you too. I gotta I gotta dip at two thirty. So I don't know if you wanted a quick freestyle. I don't know if you want me to do something. I was not oh, no. prepared. It's no, it's it's all good. I um, just um, before you go, just wanted to see if you had any shout outs to give. Oh, shout outs. Oh, yeah, for sure, man, for sure. I want to shout y'all out first and foremost. The We Get Hype crew, my man Dan, um, um, DJ Destiny, Ozzy Hype. Um, what's my girl name again? Please hit me with it right now. Oh, it's my mom. Taj, Taj. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you no know, because her name is different on IG. So, oh, yeah, yeah. So I'll be no messing problem. up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah Taj. Shout out to her. She's such a great, great genuine person i want to shout out all of y'all right you know what i'm saying because uh i i i've i've used that platform plenty of times you guys have been great i i have a lot of genuine love for y'all because y'all show me genuine love and that's not something that that y'all have to do so i want to shout y'all out right oh um, I, we can't we can't wait to get you back in the studio man seriously <laughs> for well, sure, once, man. once, once this is over once this is all over for sure yeah, for sure. And I want to shout out everybody on BK Entertainment. Too much artists to, to name. I want to shout them out. I want to shout out Freedom Over Fear. Everybody on Freedom Over Fear. I want to shout my wife out. I want to shout my kids out. I want to shout out all my family and all my supporters, everybody who supported me. Tinos, um, I love them. You know what I'm saying? And please don't forget to get that bigger homie standing tall. We, we, we revving up. We revving up. Hopefully at the end of the year, then um, I could get in studio and, and, and everything straight. But at the end of the year, I'm dropping a big project, big, big project. And that's why all these singles are dropping right now. You know what I mean? Awesome. All right. I'm I'm looking forward to that. I'm, I sure, can't wait man. to I can't wait to hear it, man. I'm I'm uh, I'm gonna look out for it. And I, I definitely uh I definitely got the single standing tall. Everybody go out and listen to it. 
Appreciate you, man. Uh, no worries, man. Thank you so much for coming on. Oh, no, it's my pleasure, man. My pleasure, absolutely. Anytime, anytime. All right, take it easy. All right, take care, my brother. Peace. All right.